The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. And it is the Pat Kenny Show with Anton in for Pat Cahill Milani, broadcaster from Off the Ball, joins me for the latest sports news from the weekend. And a sentence that I never thought I would say out loud France draws with Italy. Yeah. What a game it was yesterday, Anton. Uh, so much drama attached to it. Uh, 13 points apiece, the final score in Lille. Now, it probably came down to that last moment. I'm sure plenty of the listeners out there have seen it uh, circulating online this morning where Paolo Garbisi, the Italian kicker, had a had a kick to win it at the very death. Uh, it was 13 points apiece at that stage. Now, the ball fell off the tee as he was lining it up. So that forced him to readjust the ball very quickly, uh, cut down the time that he had to study the angle and his uh, kick came off the post uh, in heartbreaking fashion for the Italians, which was a really difficult way for them uh, to finish the game. All things considered, however, good result for them. Uh, they've struggled so far in the Six Nations, particularly in that game against Ireland where they uh, lost comprehensively at the Viva Stadium. But they did push England close in the first match as well. Uh, disappointing result for the French who... Disappointing? I mean, brilliant. there is a time where if you said that there was any chance of a prospect of Fran- of Italy getting in within an ass's roar of France, you'd say Yeah, it's their first time to avoid defeat against France in 15 matches. Uh, Italy had lost their last seven matches in all in the Six Nations. So an encouraging result for them and they were really poor in the World Cup uh, prior to Christmas Italy. So they'll take a lot of encouragement from that performance and at least they got a draw out of it but they were so close to getting uh, what would have been a memorable win but uh, question marks as you say uh, surrounding France after that one. We trucked on in a very professional way getting the the, uh, bonus point obviously. Um, Scotland looks like the challenge. Yeah, Scotland are coming onto the horizon now in that final round of fixtures on St. Patrick's weekend. They had a really good result against England where they fell 10-0 behind against uh, England at the weekend Anton but they came back to win by 9 in the end and really some superb Scottish performances in there. Doohan van der Merwe with a hat-trick of tries. Finn Russell was excellent as well. Lots of questions around the England performance particularly in that second half Um, but as you say Scotland and Ireland has been a fixture where there has been a little bit of niggle uh, over the last number of years Scotland uh, will come to Dublin you would feel with a lot of confidence they play Italy in their next match and they will come with the triple crown on the line as well they beat Wales uh, earlier on in this campaign but as you say Ireland pretty impressive again uh, against Wales at the weekend Well I wanted your view on that because I was intrigued reading the analysis on Sunday how much of it said well yeah fine okay the scoreline looked great and yeah fine we got the bonus point but we didn't do it in spectacular fashion not really, but there are years when you would consider a 24-point win uh-huh. in Wales as a very uh, satisfying result. Now, you're right, you do have to put it in context. Wales are in a huge period of transition right now. Ireland are pretty much at the top of their game, even though it is the post-Johnny Sexton era, but they have been superb so far in this tournament. And they do, on the basis of all evidence we've seen so far, look quite a bit ahead of the rest of the teams in the tournament. But that's also a dangerous position to be in. And there's a huge amount of expectation surrounding this Ireland team now. Uh, they did go 17-0 up in the game at the weekend, maybe fell off the pace a little bit after half-time when Wales made it a little bit more difficult. But all things considered, another good outing for Andy Farrell in Ireland. Uh, 11 Six Nations win in a row back-to-back Grand Slams very much on now which is not something uh, that you know over the years you would say was even a possibility uh, in the Six Nations era but next day out England at Twickenham always a difficult match even if England aren't in the best of form at the moment that they will make that one tricky and then Scotland in the final round uh, of fixtures but uh, Ireland in a very good position now uh, to hopefully go on and win a second successive Grand Slam. There used to be a truism that said that it was it is difficult to put in a stellar performance against less than stellar opposition. Does that still apply in an era as professional as the one in which we now live? I think so and I think Wales traditionally always make it very difficult for their opposition. Uh, They play with a lot of spirit. Uh, Warren Gatlin will try to get them organised, but they are very early on in their uh, period, I guess, of transition under Warren Gatlin this time around. And as I say, Ireland 
probably never have had as much expectations around in them as a team. So they are expected to go out now and win these games quite comfortably, which is a position that they probably haven't been used to being in, uh, nor have we been in as a country probably uh, too many times over our history as a, as a rugby nation. So Ireland in a good position, as you say, uh, in the Six Nations with three uh, bonus point wins on the bounce. Let us look to uh, football, a smiling Jurgen Klopp and Cuevin Kelleher being described as world class. Yeah, I mean... What a, what a day again for Cuevin Kelleher, the Republic of Ireland goalkeeper. Didn't play as prominent a role maybe yesterday as he did two years ago in the Carabao Cup final when he scored a penalty uh, to beat Chelsea in the final in 2022. But he was uh, quite good in goal again yesterday, made some crucial saves as Liverpool beat Chelsea by a goal to nil after extra time. Uh, Jurgen Klopp, as you say, delighted with that victory. He will leave the club at the end of the season. So all of the uh, triumphs that he has between now and then probably will have a little bit of a more of an emotional attachment to them and that was evident again yesterday. Virgil van Dijk scored the winner for Liverpool in extra time. They had a goal disallowed rather controversially during the game as well. Disappointment uh, for Chelsea who probably needed the trophy yesterday more than Liverpool insofar as it's been a very difficult season for Mauricio Pochettino. They're 11th in the Premier League table. They've been hugely inconsistent uh, throughout the year. Gary Neville referred to them on commentary as blue billion pound bottle jobs in reference to the uh, vast expense of their squad whereas the Liverpool team yesterday included so many young players from their academy including Conor Bradley from Tyrone who's been such a revelation for Liverpool over the last uh, number of months so a huge result for Liverpool now they've got a couple of big weeks on the horizon Anton they've got a big big game against Manchester City coming up in the Premier League in a couple of weeks time they've got Europa League commitments as well FA Cup match on Wednesday night too and it does look like Cuevin Kelleher will be in goal for a while because Alisson's going to be out for probably another month uh, through injury so Cuevin Kelleher will get a good run uh, in the Liverpool team If you are Jurgen Klopp and you both know and have already announced your departure what do you want from those games does it matter does it does it feed anything into legacy at this stage Oh it or? does of course I think yeah absolutely and the Premier League is the big one from a Liverpool point of view you would think but every success now for Jurgen Klopp will mean a lot and yesterday he referred to yesterday as the best uh, triumph in his career so far which is quite a thing when he's won the Champions League he's won the Premier League he's done pretty much everything he can do in the in the game but I think he said that because so many of the young players are on the pitch uh, as the match finished and I suppose he takes pride in that that he's brought through a lot of those players from the academy through to the first team We should talk to you and I, I want to um, get your views on David Fitzgerald Candy coating it and, and, and being very behind the door in his views after the game uh, before that Dublin of course hammering Kerry yeah, I was at Crow Park on Saturday night, Anton. There was a good crowd there and this was an outstanding Dublin performance, particularly in the first half. And it was all centred around, really, the brilliance of Con O'Callaghan at full forward. He got a hat-trick of goals, uh, caused Kerry all sorts of trouble. They were really electric in the first half, Dublin. 2-11 to 2-8 uh, points up at half time, and they won it comfortably in the end. I think if Dublin play like that, it's going to be very, very hard to see any team uh, matching them later on in the summer. Now, one team that might, uh, based on their form so far, is Derry, uh, the form team in the league. They're four wins from four. They beat Galway yesterday in Salt Hill by 3-10 to 1-11. They're going really, really well under the management of Mickey Hart. Uh, lots of thinking to do for Kerry, but they won't be too perturbed, I think, by their performance uh, in Crow Park on Saturday night because it's still very early days. Though, the championship is approaching quite quickly. You're coming towards the, the end of February now the championship will start in early April so all of these teams looking ahead to that and the other Division 1 game of note really in terms of outstanding attacking performances at the weekend was that of Tyrone against Mayo on uh, a much tighter match. margin than yeah much than tighter Curry. margin four points in the end but Dara Canavan and, and Dara McCurry uh, combining for one twelve between them it really was a superb display from Tyrone in the second half I think they'll take a lot from that display and Roscommon then got a, an important win against Monaghan yesterday one sixteen uh, to 7 points so we're four games in now to the, the football league so we're halfway through and it's taking shape now and I suppose the main thing for a lot of teams in Division 1 is to try and avoid uh, relegation down to Division 2 Davy Fitz 
And his blood pressure. Yes, he wasn't a happy man yesterday, was he, with some of uh, his comments post-match. Though Waterford played quite well uh, in that match against Cork in the uh, hurling lead. They lost by two points, 121 to 119, but much of his frustration surrounding the third quarter where uh, Cork really put on the afterburners to uh, move into the lead and take control of that match. Now, Waterford did finish the game quite strongly, uh, but they lost by two in the end. That was an important win for Cork, Anton. It's their first in uh, the division so far this campaign. Cork, a lot of good young players coming through. Pat Ryan, their manager, happy with that performance after halftime but did call for them to be a little bit more consistent maybe to produce that 20 minutes over a longer period and if they can do that uh, there will be a match for a lot of teams uh, over the coming months but Limerick uh, hammered Dublin again on on Saturday night Uh, they looked really really good and still a lot lot of good players uh, big names to come back into the team The quote as I understand it was we profanity redacted made them look (laughs) exceptionally good if that's what he's saying publicly what must the Waterford dressing room Yeah the training might be interesting this week (laughs) Uh, but I think again you just have to take all of this with a little bit of a pinch of salt because it is the league it's still early on in the year and teams are still finding their feet Waterford do have quite a few players on the injury list as well uh, to come back into things but uh, both Cork and Waterford will probably have one eye already on the Munster Championship later this year Carl, as ever thank you very much that is Carl Milani from uh, Off The Ball The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at 9am on News Talk.